Welcome to the Hair for Kids. Sit back and relax as we experience life with the Rebbe in 770, stories of Hasidim, and see how the Rebbe continues to find a way to connect to us and help every Yid. The story, The Only Flight Home, was told by Rabbi Levi Yitzhak Garelik of Brooklyn, New York. On the morning of Tuesday, September the 11th, 2001, the 23rd of Elul Samach Aleph, Rabbi Garelik was traveling from Brussels, Belgium to New York City on a Sabina Airline flight. Let's go back in time to around 9 o'clock on that morning, about an hour and a half before the plane was scheduled to land in JFK New York Airport. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Uh, due to an attack in New York, we cannot fly to the United States. We have two choices. Either we fly back to Brussels or to land on a Canadian island. However, since we don't have enough gas to get us back to Brussels, we're being ordered to fly to Newfoundland, Canada. Thank you. After landing in Canada, Rabbi Garelic discussed the situation with his wife and realized that they were not dealing with a simple delay of waiting for the next flight from Canada to JFK, New York. It was going to take a long time to leave Canada. And now, let's go back in time to experience that story come alive. This is the producer of the De Hair for Kids studio. How can I help you? Hello, this is Rabbi Garelik. Oh, hello. We're just telling your story of the only flight home. I know. I'm listening live as you are telling my story. Oh. Yes. Can I come over to the Hair for Kids studio to share it with you? Okay, come right over. Guess what? What? I'm right outside your studio door. That's me knocking on the door. <laughs> so come right in. Yahoo! Let the hair studio welcome music. Okay. Okay, let's do this together. Welcome, welcome to, to the hair for kids studio. Wow, what a welcome. Okay, narrator, begin the interview. Okay, producer. Uh, <clears throat> so, Rabbi Gorelick, before you arrived, we were up to the part where you... I know exactly where you're up to, as I was listening live. Oh, yes. So, please continue the story. Okay. <clears throat> After our plane waited on the tarmac for many hours, the pilot announced... Ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that long delay. We're now being given permission to exit the plane. But you're not allowed to take any of your carry-on luggage with you, thank you. Oh no, I must take my talisman filling with me in order to dive tomorrow morning. So, Rabbi, did you get their permission? Kind of. I wasn't allowed to take it off with me, but the pilot promised me that I would have my talisman filling in time to dive the next morning. 
So after you left the plane, where did you go? You have to realize that there are many other planes that have been told to land at this tiny airport with thousands of stranded travelers. First, we were moved into a local large sports stadium, and from there we were sent to several public schools that served as pop-up dormitories. Why didn't you check into the hotel? <laughs> the hotels were already full to capacity. The local people were extremely kind and hospitable. They provided food, blankets, and cots for all of us. Mm hmm. Were there others from Yidden together with you? Yes, from different flights. And we arranged for some fruits and vegetables and places for them to sleep. What about your talisman Tfilin? The pilot kept his word, and after midnight, I was escorted back to the plane to get my talisman Tfilin. Borch Hashem! I'm sure you had a chance to do Mifza Tfilin. Yes, big time. The next day I visited all the locations where people were staying and did Mifza Tfilin. Even were very happy to wrap Tfilin at such a time. Being Chedesh Elul, I also blew the Shafer. In fact, the local newspapers even took pictures. Oh wow! Please tell us more about that. Yes. My midnight filling story made the headlines of the local paper. Later that day, I received a call. Hello, this is Rabbi Garelik. Hello, Rabbi Garelik. I'm the president of the local Canadian Jewish community. Hello. I read about your telling story in today's newspaper. How can I help you? So, Rabbi, we would like to invite you to speak to our small but active Jewish community on the island. Sure, of course. I look forward to that. Thank you, Rabbi. Nice. What did you share with that community? I spoke about all the important lessons from the upcoming Yomim Neroim of Rosh Hashanah in Kippur. I put together a contact list and Bor Hashem, I've been able to keep a connection with that community ever since. Beautiful. Meanwhile, flights were still not allowed to enter the United States. So on Thursday, my original flight returned to Brussels without a clear plan when the plane would travel back to the United States. So, did you take that flight back to Brussels? No, I stayed put in the Canadian town. Why is that? Well, since Reisha Shona was on the following Monday night, I figured I had a better chance of reaching New York before Yomte from Newfoundland, a small island of Canada, than from Brussels back in Europe. So you flew to New York? I tried, but there were no flights going there. In fact, I even tried to reach the United States by boat. But I wasn't able to, so my travel options were becoming quite limited, and it was getting quite worrisome. Oh, so you were stuck there? Kind of, because the next available flight from the island to anywhere in the world was not for another week. Whoa, that sounds crazy. Meanwhile, what did you eat? Well, I always travel with matzah and we found a jar of gefilte fish left over from Pesach at the Jewish community center. I squeezed grapes for Kiddush and settled down for Shabbos on the island. Although I had a shafer with me, I knew that I needed to return to New York for Yom Tov to be with my family. 
So how did you leave the island? It was on Mitsoi Shabbos at one o'clock in the morning. I was at my wit's end. I was sitting in an office next to a fax machine and I was thinking to myself, Over the past couple of days, I feel that I have accomplished what I could here in Newfoundland for the local Yidden. And it is time for me to return home. But there are no flights available, at least for another week. Oi, what's Gatorzine? What's going to be with me? Hmm, since I'm next to a fax machine, I'll send that settle to the Rebbe by fax and tell the Rebbe of my situation. First, I will call Rebaba Reftsen at the Ehel. Hello, Chabad Ehel. Abba Reftsen speaking. Hello, Abba. Listen, I'm stuck on an island in Canada. Oi, vey. I am sending you a settle through the fax machine, asking the Rebbe for help. Rebaba, can you please bring it into the Ehel right away? Of course, I'll do it as soon as we receive your fax. Thank you. Seid gesund. You too. Stay safe. Time to write the zettel. Rebbe, I'm requesting a bracha that I should be able to get off this island and return home before Rosh Hashanah. Signed, Levi Yitzchak, Ben... I will now put it in the fax machine. Within an hour of the fax being sent to the oil, Rabbi Gerelik was again searching on the internet for his flight options, just in case something had opened up. And then... Out of the blue, I found a flight to Toronto, scheduled to leave at 5 o'clock in the morning in just a few hours. I don't believe it, because they say clearly that there won't be any flights for at least another few days. But wait, I've just written to the Rebbe. Wow. Yes, yes. So you took that flight? Yes. Together with another Lubavitcher younger man, we took a taxi and raced over to the airport. We arrived at an empty airport and we were the first in line at the airline's desk. Minutes later, the terminal filled up with hundreds of other people right behind us, hoping to make that flight. And then came the announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, there will be only one flight to Toronto. Tickets will be sold on a first-come, first-served basis. Please line up to make your reservations. Thank you. Okay, rabbis, your names, please. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Oh, Rabbi Gerelik, what a story. Yes, I can say that again. Baruch Hashem, we were the first online. After just a few hours after writing my pan to the Rebbe, a flight popped up and we departed Toronto as smoothly as scheduled. I was able to return home safely in time for Yomtev. Rabbi Gorelli, thank you for sharing that story with us. It's my pleasure to have shared my personal story with the world of how the Rebbe continues to find a way to help every Yid.
Thank you for listening to The Hair for Kids. Make sure to tell your friends about us and stay tuned for another fascinating episode at thehair.org forward slash kids. Thank you.